0: hey welcome to this episode of ball court i am your host coach drew and this is the world of basketball and the world of basketball is going to experience a full court blitz right here on ball court
1: This is Ball Court. Welcome back to Ball Court. I am Coach Drew, and this
0: is the world of basketball. Like I said, we're going to be doing a full-court blitz. Yes, you heard it here first. I got my man Malik right here from the Blitz magazine. If y'all haven't been listening, y'all haven't been up on your sports or your politics or anything of that nature, we got to talk about something that's near and dear to my heart. Yes, the bubble has taken its toll on everybody, even the Clippers. And guess what happened? Doc got fired. So hashtag hire Doc. I wanna to talk to my man Malik. We're gonna talk about Doc Rivers, we're gonna talk about so much more. Hey
1: Malik, what's up? How you doing? Yo yo, yo, what's good, man? What's good, Drew? Finally getting to And it's a good big game Philly the show. Big Damn Philly. How you been? I've been good, man. Like you know, I said, it's a big day in Philly right now because you got one of the top coaches in the NBA i going to be coaching two of the best young fans in the league. And Doc Rivers, you know, with one man's trash and another man's treasure. In this case, is Doc Rivers one of the most respected coaches in the NBA. He has a 63% winning percentage. He won NBA titles. He built franchises from the bottom up to the top. I like, think about the Cooper before Doc Rivers, right? That is they was not even a franchise. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You know, just getting that kind of coach and this and this uh, moment uh-huh. with this team that's making this transition is it's, it's, it's really big for the city. But but I yes,
0: it's an awesome thing for the city. But first, before we get into all of the beauties and all of the niceties about it, I need to know, do you think it was right the way they got
1: rid of Doc? I mean, listen, not really. Cause I, I can't blame Doc Rivers for, you know, Paul George and Kawhi coming up really short. Harrell not playing up to get six-man of the year that is Blue Williams, i not playing as, as well as they can. I mean, Game 7, the team didn't show up.
0: To practice together because they were talking about loan management and things of that nature. And even with that being said, when you take about take a look at the loan management at that point, do you think now when we go back and look at it, that time of loan management couldn't we have used that to say, "Hey, let's get that chemistry going with them"? You know, that 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 got to fall on coaching, don't you agree? Well, I
1: I think. Doc here for tied. I think that's like, okay, so let's think back. In 2017, mm-hmm. Doc relinquished his, his, his GM and his team president powers. Oh, so now Doc is just a coach. So Doc is next to me facilitating to bring Kawhi and Paul George there. I mean, he was a recipient of it. So, you know, Kawhi has set a standard for the, you know, wrestling players and the role management. He's gonna stand the that in Toronto. And because they won the championship, like he has proof that if you do this with me, you're gonna get a certain result. You know what I'm saying? And, and that and that Toronto win is that, is, that is, 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 is the proof of that. Now Paul George from the other side, you know, you know, I think they wanted to prefer Paul uh throughout the course of the season because he's always a little bit better.
0: final series against the Denver Nuggets. Let's take a look at Dallas. When they were out there, you had Kawhi playing his best. You had Paul George out there. You had all these guys out there playing the hardest. And Luka Doncic looked like the best player on the floor. Let's take away the fact that if Chris Laporsingas didn't get injured, this conversation would have started a lot earlier.
1: off, they didn't mess well, and I don't know if the chemistry was well, and, and normally Doc, I, I, I hear your point that normally Doc can put the pieces together, mm. but that situation was a little bit different because of the fact that, you know, uh, Kawhi is a different bird, you understand that, in terms of how
0: okay well uh this is the guy that we're going to go after we're going to go ahead and uh see what we can do about making it to that next level with him when we when we really look at it cuz i got i got three very unpopular opinions that i got to speak about real quick first when we take a look at paul george paul george is an amazing in the season player for 82 games paul george will give you the best he will he probably ranked as one of the top 5 shooting guards every season for 82 games. After that, he probably ranked as one of the bottom five shooting guards. He is not and I'm not talking right now here with the Clippers or I'm not talking over in OKC, but even at the height of his career, you know, when he was coming out of Fresno, doing his thing over in Indiana, at the height of his career, he wasn't a a he wasn't the type of person that would dominate you in the playoffs. There was always an underlying message. There was always an asterisk behind him. So even with that said, it, it seems to me that, you know, since we're passing blame around, Steve bama was looking at what could we do during the season? The the point blank, the way I look at it, the way the Clippers was designed, the Clippers was designed with all hype. It was, it was all flash and zero substance. The Clippers team looked like that guy that walks into the club wearing Gucci belt, you know what I'm saying, he got on his uh Saint Laurent Saint Laurent um, pants, these the studded shoes and everything looking the flies, but don't have a dollar in his pocket. It was all look zero substance. And I'm gonna go ahead with unpopular opinion number two. Kawhi Leonard, hands down, is the best role player to ever play the game. I'm not saying he's one of the elites. He's not he's not the type of person you can build a team around. He's an elite Role player, because we talk about the championship that he has over down in uh, San Antonio. When you really look at it, he was just piece of that puzzle. That championship was one with uh Marlon Ginobili. It was one with Tim Duncan. It was one with Tony Parker. He won MVP. He won MVP because he he held all uh, Lebron to under thirty points. They considered that an MVP performance. He wasn't the best player out there. He won MVP. I don't so know. He, he was
1: LeBron. pretty strong. And, in Toronto, and then he came back like the following year and almost huh? took down. And then later, and almost took home. He's going to stay by itself. I don't know, man. I, I think Kawhi is a pretty good player. He's a pretty right? good I, player. I'm going tell you, and I saw Kawhi dominate
0: in the 60s. But he's a pretty good player. A pretty good player does not I mean, not, not a pretty good, I mean, like, pretty good player. I mean, like,
1: pretty good player, Man, like, he's a top 5 um, NBA player, like, Pretty good like mean, he's very good. Let me just say that.
0: He's five. a top five player oh, in the NBA. Hold on. Let's go ahead and take a look. You said he's a top five NBA player. Let's take a look. Top, top, top five. have top LeBron. Because, you know, LeBron's up there. Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Oh, LeBron's number one. let LeBron's up there.
1: LeBron's number, LeBron's number, one. <laughs> LeBron, LeBron's number, LeBron's number one. Yes. I you LeBron. Okay. Who's number two? Duran? Yeah, okay. Arguably, Kevin. Okay, Look, after the win, you got Kawhi. How? You, I, think, okay, I who's thought it was Kawhi. But Kawhi Leonard is not
0: dangerous. He's Anthony Davis. This. Uh, think about this. I just. How you
1: mean, you think mean, Anthony Davis got. He's huh? on LeBron's back right now. What's up? Anthony Davis is on LeBron's back right now. Like, like but, Anthony Davis Anthony wasn't Davis. even seen to an NBA Finals. Anthony Davis.
0: Anthony Davis, without any team around him, without a Kyle Lowry or a Pascal Siakam, having a phenomenal year that year. Because mind, you, that team did not They're not, the fight. They're not Without the that, fight. he was able to in New Orleans. He didn't have a squad around him, and he was still one of their most elite players. You can't, you can't say that Anthony Davis is not. You can't, you can't rank Kawhi Leonard higher than Anthony Davis.
1: I'm sure I can easily. How? what? He's you're a better defensive player well, than Favorite. He can any player in the ring. I mean technically a better rebound than Anthony Davis. And Kawhi has actually he has two championship wings to
0: prove that he's just two MVPs in a championship that. So you so you're telling me that Anthony Davis could not have won a championship with San Antonio? So yeah. are you telling me that that San Antonio championship would have been won without wouldn't have been won without Kawhi?
1: That can't be one wonderful one without uh, Kawhi, and I'm not sure that, that that version of an Anthony Davis. But like this, Anthony Davis is playing with LeBron. That's the reason why he's in the championship now. It's not it's not because Kawhi claws that he, is, he was not the to be with another Super Bowl. He a took a football 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 the without another legitimate star. And he won the championship. But no, I,
0: here's what I'm saying. He won the cha- he won the championship. Off oh, of a lucky shot. Really? Let's go. Let's go ahead and call it that. Because earlier in that same I mean, game, he like, so missed a, a shot. So
1: that. that was one, I mean, so a lucky shot. That was weird. So why? Like I'm not. Legend, that's not a lucky shot. But he's one of the more efficient players in the history of basketball, too. If you look at his, if you look at his play, his overall efficiency it's, 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 it's always amongst the highest NBA. So, but if we take a if, uh, if you, if you, you your your a trade, look at just playing. He's just a percentage. Like, Kawhi is an extremely
0: efficient player. But if we're taking a look at just efficiency, how can we I go say that a player shooter. good or bad, that's based on efficiency. Because in that case, the most efficient player was Artis Gilmore. And nobody even talked we're about right, him. Right, talk right, about
1: we're, top right, top right. we're talking about Kawhi Bennett right now. I respect Artis Gilmore. He's a great old school player. Kawhi right now is one of the more efficient basketball players of our era. I mean, he shoots He shoots at 49%. He knocks down almost 40% of his 3-point you know, shot. In the last year, he's averaging over 27 points a game. Yes, He's, he's, won, he's won two championships. I mean, he's, he's extremely efficient. He's won the top in the league in youth's race. I mean... Oh, no, you can't! And He's one of the best defenders in the league. I got an every capital one venture card. You are an unlimited double miles on every purchase. I don't know why these commercials are coming up. But yeah, I'm gonna stop talking about that. But yeah, that's all right. So I I, I understand what you're saying all about Kawhi, <laughs> but he's more than just a role player. He's he's a he's a super. Who who else is better than Kawhi? Curry?
0: No, no, I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say.
1: Okay, I wouldn't okay. Put, I wouldn't okay. Say, all right. So you got that is, is, is,
0: is, That's in two different levels, though. We can't because Harden. Huh? Hmm? I would say James Harden. Harden. I would put James Harden ahead of Kawhi Leonard. As far as if, as a defender, as a coach, as a, uh, as uh, as all around the a, a player, I would definitely put James Harden ahead of uh, Kawhi Leonard. Here's why. James, James Harden in the quad? Caused, Yes. James Harden causes so much problems on one end of the court that if you could say not he's doing not that defensive stuff on the other end. Huh? I love Harden. He's not gonna play the court. I love Harden, but he's not gonna play the court. Who? I give you I give you Giannis. I would to say Giannis Giannis is Giannis is more length and athleticism than skill. I would say Giannis is more lengthy lyricism this skill. But before I I, I don't want to jump, I don't want to jump off base. I don't want to jump off base. I'm gonna I have to take a quick little commercial. All right, Malik, I want you to hang with me. Everybody, I want you to hang with me right here on ball court. We're gonna be coming back. And when we come back, when we come back, we're gonna talk about Doc going to the Sixers as well as we're gonna talk about that beautiful game one experience with the Lakers and the Heat. Stick with me right here on ball court. I'm hanging out with Malik from the Blitz. Stick
1: Stay with up. us. We'll be right back. Right here. on will ball, ball This is the city of Detroit in the state of Michigan.
0: This ain't no motherfucking cinema, bitch. This is a business.
1: Uh huh. Two times. I'm the D to the yeah. Vocabulary spills, I'm ill, plasmatic, and I leave your brain stimulated. Yo, I speak divine the God theories. No need to be high. Always exhale the facts. I don't inhale lie. Pay the greater man gain to bounce off my loss. I'ma earn the acres, the house, and the horse. It's much greater than your Benzie Alex. The engine to my comprehension is the apex. Uh-huh, two complex effects we live like dots, making moves down south to avoid the ball. I never flunk
0: the coin, cause now I'm dead as Call me Luther, man, they say my style's so amazing. Fazing no supposed to have the last laugh. Even when I'm gone, I'm reappearing in the ass. I have to send respects to real money makers. Do not connect me to your champagne Hey Ayo,
1: taste the quarter pound from here to New York. Don't swine, don't eat no. Punk, who am I? The P to the again Hey, and I'm the P to the Now leave your freak br- 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 freak stimulated Yep, I'm the most cold East and flame Drop my knowledge that little on your New York page is me Wonder why, place to be, certified as Superior MC, while others explore to make a hardcore, I make a hardcore whack and seize the even stuff inside the door rap rhyme me sometime when we get the racing on the mic we line up to see the lyrical
0: killings they need goes on the ceiling my vibe escalate like black death rates over musical plates being played as the rule kids and step into the crew you label fools who claim to drop jewels but for now y'all do the catching we don't give a shit on what crew you run or what section of earth you reside you're not even a man nigga Yo, you're not even a man, nigga. But I'm a man, cause my man say so for the light. You cry, keeping it real, you should try keeping it right. It's understanding my mathematics. He's the currency in temporary world status. And when one shows, he poses the threat that this one, this one will make that one into none. Simply equal welcome back to ball court and yes i am here with the host of the blitz malik we've been talking i know if you've been listening we've been going on a heated discussion about whose fault is it that the clippers is not the clippers that we expected you know but we're gonna agree to disagree for right now because i'm gonna jump on. i'm gonna get onto the blitz with him and we're gonna continue that discussion so for right now we're gonna agree to disagree I want to talk about, and Malik, I'm going to jump in with you because I really want to talk about, because I know you started off at the beginning of the show, so let's talk about this. Yes, Doc is in Philadelphia talking with management. He met with Elton Brand. They're sitting down. It's like, this could be something. This could be a brand new process that we're talking about. This could be the new process we've been looking for. What do you think about this, Malik? Tell me. Tell me how you feel about
1: it. I think it's a, I, I really think it's a great pickup for the Sixers. Um, you know, um, after the Piazza with uh, Brian Colangelo mm-hmm. and the you know, just the horrible coaching this year by Brett Brown, it's good to have someone that can bring legitimacy back to our franchise again mm-hmm. and Doc is that guy. Like Doc can re, he, he can really reframe the uh of the culture in in it was Philadelphia. It, 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 I get you that. Excuse me. I get you that for me because, you know, Doc is a leader of men. Mm. You know, he's actually shown that, like the Celtics. He's shown that with like, the Clippers. Um, You know, and Doc is really good at bringing teams together. together. That's why this year's Clippers team felt almost like an anomaly. So hopefully, uh, Doc. And bring some of that positive energy that he's shown over the years to Phil to Philadelphia, and the cool thing about Doc is players love that. So we're going to get opportunities to get guys that we normally wouldn't get, even as a free agent. You know, like uh, I'm not talking about top guys this I'm talking about you know every year you got a team that a lower MVA and mm-hmm. say, Yo, I wanna play, play with Doc or I wanna play with the Coopers. You know what I'm saying? I think Doc can pull that in. I think Doc can put in to build a really strong coaching staff here. Alvin um 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 Gentry has already talked mm-hmm. about being on our staff. You know what I'm saying? I think Doc can actually hope we get Joel and and Ben Simmons on the same page. You know what I mean? Because he loves the dominant big man. Like, people forget that Doc used to play his game soon. He is, he is big man. You know, he knew guys like Kevin Garnett and, you know, you know, Blake Griffin. So, you know, Joel Embiid should get us a ton of touches. So, I.
0: I to hope for the best, but I know the worst is coming. I think really Doc being there has been, is going to be an absolute great thing for him. Doc is the most dominant coach I've ever seen work through the East. He knows how the East works. He knows what teams to play. He knows how to, he knows how to manipulate the East. He's never had that real kind of success in the West but he knows how to manipulate these. As a player, as a dominant player for the New York Knicks, he ran through the East. As a coach for the uh, Celtics, he ran through the East. I think that's where he needs to be. And I'm, I think, you know, Clip, uh, not the Clippers, I'm sorry. I think the Sixers is a great home for him. Now, the great thing about having Doc come in to the Sixers organization is that he, out, he holds accountability. One thing Brett Brown was not a big fan of. So either do your job or he'll find somebody who will. Now, with that being said, you said yourself, you said yourself, Malik, you know, Doc is a player's coach. Players love to play for Doc. They like to be there. They they, they, they look at Doc as if he's one of them. And with that being said, who's leaving the Clippers and following Doc to the Sixers? a good question. I, I,
1: I really don't know. I mean, maybe Lou Williams, I think that's, I mean, like, Lou Williams has already been voted as a potential trade target. Um, hey, that's only I Guard, and the Clippers get, have given up so many first round picks uh-huh. to uh, OKC okay, that maybe we can swap a couple of our high end second round picks and, 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 and get a guy like Lou. So Lou Williams would will be an option to me. Um, I would love to get that, back, but that's not going to happen. Um, mm. But I think if you had to pick one guy that has had a chance to follow Doc, I think it's Rivers. It okay. Now,
0: do you think of any? Who do you think is going to be? Who do you think is a Doc Rivers guy? Me, myself. Here's what I feel. I feel Ben Simmons fits the 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 L.A. version of Doc Rivers. Whereas I feel Joanne, Joel Embiid fits the Boston version of Dr. so So who's he going to clash with? He's going to have to clash with himself on this. Is he going to go back to the old school, go back to Beantown, take it back to the parquet floors and say, hey, you know what? I want a bruiser like Joel Embiid. Or is he going to get somebody who's a, who's flashy, who's more athletic, who's going to run the floor like Ben Simmons? Me personally, I feel drop Joel Embiid and keep Ben Simmons. I'm a running gun type coach. You know? What do you think?
1: Well, I I think you're going to do a little bit both. I think the key to it all, and mm-hmm. the reason you actually tapped on it, I don't think maximizing Embiid is going to be the problem. I think understanding how Embiid and Simmons can work together is the system. Is is the real key. Mm-hmm. It's not getting a lot of things, and you think getting a lot of. Hold we'll
0: Key piece that's going to be needed
1: in order for this
0: to work. And after after we talk about this key piece, we, I want to jump over just a quick little. I want to see, get your quick little take on what you saw last night with uh, the Lakers and the Heat. But just real quick, I think the one piece that they're going to need to get this to work is a player that's going to be on the floor that's going to push accountability. Then we all saw with Jimmy Butler; everybody was in their feelings about it. We saw with uh, any player that calls somebody out with them, is always a problem. Everybody gets all hurt. They need a Rajon Rondo. I feel if Rajon, when Rajon Rondo wins his championship in LA, he should go over to the Sixers, take one more year, just so he can yell at them a little bit and be a little bit of what Kobe was to the Lakers during that time. And I think that's what's going to get him over the hump. If you don't have somebody in there uh, to be, to be a mean little cuss, I don't know I I don't know what they could do. You know? I don't I don't know if they're gonna be able to get over it. They need accountability. That's the one thing they
1: need. Yeah. Well I think Doc is gonna hold guys accountable for one. But I, I mm. do like the idea of having at least a legitimate point guard and a little general that can help, you know, rub up the team when necessary. And, the reason I'm not only crazy about Rondo is because he can't out a shooter, but Rondo is just a baller. Yes. And sometimes, you know, you just need ballers on your squad. So, I like, I know the traditional thought is that the Sixers need more shooters, and I'm not saying that they don't. They definitely do. But if you bring in a guy like Rondo that can come in and play 15, 20 minutes, minutes of night in that second unit, and just to get the guys fired up and just to teach kids how like the really play basketball and how to really get after it, I'm not mad at
0: that. I'm not mad at that. I, would, I think it would be a blessing. But since we're speaking about Rondo, let's go ahead and talk about the Lakers and Heat last night. Um, I, I saw when, they, when the Heat started out, they started out, you know, guns a-blazing, jumped up 23-9 on the Lakers, but they just couldn't finish it out. Do you think that they just have, the Lakers just have too much bigs, too much firepower, there's just too much Lakers? For this Heat team, or do you think that was just a bump in the road? We got six games to go, and they're going to take them all seven. What do you think? And what's your prediction?
1: Too much, this heat, one? Too, much, too much firepower to wait for the Heat. Too much firepower. I think the fact that they thought they could match up with LeBron, and LeBron just warmed down on the time. Without I just and you really need someone that can control the floor the game when you play the Lakers, and they don't have any time now. And um, and if you lose, bam, even for a game or two, that's just an L. So I think the Heat's going to fight, but I just think the Lakers have too much firepower, and I think 4 no. Oh. I think those Heat are going to start to wear it down now. Okay,
0: but well, what about Kendrick? No? Are we just disputing? are we just going to say that All right, going to dismiss the fact that Kendrick Nunn was actually one of the better uh, rookie point guards coming out? And he—he he he's a true point guard. He's explosive. I'm not saying, no, no, no. I'm not saying that Avery, he's going to get past Avery Bradley. He's going to run down Rondo. He's going to do anything of that nature. But do you think at least Kendrick Nunn with the level that he plays on is going to give uh, the Heat one game? Or do you think it's going to be 4-0?
1: I, I'm, really, I'm really seeing a few pair. but he might out of pride can get one more game. I mm-hmm. mean Jimmy could have one of those games where he must, where, he's getting, where he gets where he gets thirty eight. I mean, none. you know, he had a remarkable season, but he hasn't been the same player in the um, in the bubble. You know, he's had, you know, unfortunately he was he diagnosed with, with the coronavirus yes. and
0: From South Florida, I don't know. I'm gonna give them one game. I say Lakers in five. You know, that, that's where I, so, well, I say. I think we can Lakers Lakers in five is five. fair. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I
1: mean, I mean, I, I, I think they can win a game, but that's only if LA lets him. It's only if the LA gives him a game. The mm-hmm. Heat can't go out and win it. You know what I'm saying? LA we'll have to play poorly and not they not go out and it. The, the, the way to play it, the Lakers play the way they can. Like if this beat down Miami Heat squad now, yeah. I just can't see how like the Heat's going to pull out a game. I just can't see. The
0: Lakers are have to play down to that level. I'm going to tell you the truth. Right now, it, it's going to take the Heat to play phenomenal to get there. It's not going to happen. But they just need one game. And the reason I feel they're going to get that one game is because the Lakers are going to be planning their parade after game three, and that's going to sneak. That's how they going to get that one game in because they're already going to be planning their parade. But hey, Malik, I really appreciate you coming on to the show, doing the show with me. It has been an absolute pleasure. Please tell my audience, tell my listeners WIG, they can hear you give your brand of sports information. To the world, tell them where they can hear that. All
1: right, now first thing y'all can always catch me on Twitter, Blitz Mad Pray, B-L-I-T-G, Mad Mag Prag D L I T D Mag M A G Prag Catch me on Twitter. You can catch me on all platforms. Thank you to my girl Crystal, Comedy World Network. You can catch me on iTunes, Spotify, Radio Network. All you guys do is search Blitz Sports Mag Podcast. I views the best of the world. The best of sports, the best of economics, politics. I put it all together, you know what I'm saying, to make it to make it make, make it all make sense. So you know check me out on any of those platforms. Man, I
0: appreciate you coming through. Yes, please go check my man's out. And also go to CWN Sports, like and subscribe. You can check out his bio. You can talk about it. You can even check me out. Check my guys out over at Let's Kick It. We're doing a lot of big things. Keep up with us. in is the CWN Sports family. I want to thank, thank CWN Sports for allowing me to bring this time to you, giving you some information. Hopefully, hopefully, here goes my thoughts on everything today. Hopefully, Lou Williams go ahead and goes over to the Philadelphia 76ers. A short eight-hour ride. It's going to be a short eight-hour ride over for Magic City. He get wings all day long, all day long if he wants. Second, I have to say, if Doc Rivers make it over to the 76ers, my money's on the 76ers winning the East next year. I would love to see the 76ers play against the Lakers. Trust me, I think that's going to be the team to do it. And, of course, lastly, lastly, I just want to go ahead and put this take on it. I'm saying Lakers in five. I believe the Heat could probably pull something out. But I'm more inclined to lead in with what Malik was saying. I'm thinking that they're going to bring the brooms out, sweep this up, and just take it back home. As a matter of fact, I feel like LeBron has already made plans to leave the bubble early after the four games. That's just my thing. He probably told the lady at the front desk, don't even book me after that. Don't send no room service or nothing. And that's what I have to say. That's your word from the coach. I want y'all to stick with me. Here goes a word from our sponsor, CashThecheckin.com. Cash to Checking is one of the nation's leading finance companies, providing up to $400,000 in unsecured funding for business or personal use. We have relationships with over 250 lenders nationwide. Through the use of our proprietary software, we are able to secure over 80% more funding for our clients. We help clients obtain funding for real estate investment, business startups, down payment assistance, working capital, medical, legal, education, funeral expenses, and more. To stop living their dreams and you want to start living your own, go to com slash Drew. And remember, the coach sent you. All right, I want to thank y'all for hanging with me on ball court. I want to thank Malik from the Blitz for hanging with us. And I want to thank all of you for hanging out in the world of basketball. I am Coach Drew, and I will promise you one
1: thing. I'll see you next time. Right here on Ball Court.